My name is Jay O. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare. This is the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. The 2017 edition is available online and in retailers everywhere. You can see more information www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Today's podcast, all previous podcasts, all future podcasts, they are not financial advice. They are not the offering of any financial instrument, including but not limited to insurance. I am not affiliated with any governmental agency, including the Department of Health and Human Services, the CMS, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. The opinions stated on this podcast are mine and mine alone. Be sure to sign up for the free Maximize Your Medicare newsletter and like the page on Facebook. We begin in five, four, three, two, one. Is it really the second week of January? You can't be serious. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Maximize Your Medicare newsletter. You can go to the official website of the book, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Subscription to the newsletter is free, but you must subscribe in order to receive it. It gets delivered every Sunday, somewhere around the dinner hour on the East Coast. The reality is, is I've tried to record this podcast probably something around 20 times. There are a ton of different hot takes, headlines about the Affordable Care Act and repealing and replacing it, the effects on Medicare, the list of issues is endless, literally. I've decided that it's going to be impossible to discuss them all. What I've tried to do on the newsletter, on the latest editions, and it's going to continue on, is to point out what different proposals, aspects of proposals of repeal and replace look like and whether or not they will possibly work. The reality is there's going to be something for everyone there, for both the supporters and the opponents alike. I don't think there's going to be a peaceful or easy solution. And the reason is stated on the newsletter, which is that the differences are even more fundamental than what is being described on the news. The reason it's this complicated is that both the opponents as well as the supporters of the Affordable Care Act are mixing up different issues in an indescribable soup. The supporters are saying, see, it works. And this is our evidence. Some of that evidence has nothing to do with the Affordable Care Act. The opponents of the Affordable Care Act are saying, see, all we need to do is put in plank A, B, and C, and that will fix it except they won't. And the reason I know they won't is that they've been tried before or some practical reality makes those components impossible. Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start, or so we know from our favorite childhood song. The Affordable Care Act is a tax. 
any other statements to the contrary are wrong. The use of the funds of that tax is to provide for more affordable health insurance to persons who would have otherwise been rejected or persons without the financial resources to do so. The fact that the government has the right to tax is undisputed. We have a constitution which says, or Declaration of Independence, I've failed American history, apparently. But one of those two documents says, look, the federal government has the right to levy taxes and print money. The idea that we don't like certain taxes is the very point of why we have elections. All of that I find absolutely 100% indisputable. I was very happy to see the Supreme Court decision written in the way it was. The Supreme Court decision that affirmed the Affordable Care Act basically said, look, stop calling this a question about constitutionality. This is a question about the right of the government to tax. The answer to that question is yes, go away. This is not our business. Now I'm going to recklessly speculate here a bit. And what I'm going to do is also put words into the Supreme Court's mouth, which if I could extend the opinion a little further, I would have something for everybody. First of all, to the supporters of the Affordable Care Act, which include the President, the fact is the Affordable Care Act is a tax. You never told anyone that it was a tax. In addition to this, the idea that if you like your insurance, then you can keep your insurance, that was never accurate. And for you, Mr. President, expert in oration, highly detail-oriented, the idea that it was a simple human oversight or misunderstanding is almost impossible to believe. So there's that. On the other hand, to the opponents of the Affordable Care Act, the flip side of that same coin is also true, which basically should boil down to shame on you for being this disorganized. The fact that you got beaten by the president is on you. You were lured into an arena where he is an acknowledged expert. In a world full of legal minutiae, you took the fight to the president exactly in the arena in which he is an acknowledged expert. You were overmatched right from the beginning. For you to not characterize the Affordable Care Act as a tax and inform the public of this fact so that it could have been defeated from the beginning, that's not on him. 
that's on you. The idea that you weren't warned about this is also on you. Years ago, when the Affordable Care Act was being proposed and before it's in full enactment, I created a video. The video was how to fix Obamacare. And in that, it was pretty clear that the Affordable Care Act would be very problematic for the sellers. In, order, in other words, it would put the sellers in an almost impossible situation and other reasons that the Affordable Care Act, the components would not fit together correctly. Now, this is not me bragging about the fact that I understood the Affordable Care Act from inception. It is more that this is a nation of 320 million people. There is no way that I was the only person to understand that this could not work in this way. The idea that you could not organize yourself if you were an opponent of the Affordable Care Act and make this abundantly clear to the American public. Again, that's a you problem. You know, you could ask me lots of questions about why I haven't made these opinions public in the past. I mean, there are 55 podcasts, right? And discuss really, you know, where I stood or how these types of things happen. And the reason is because the Maximizer Medicare podcast is so you can actually use the facts as given and make the best decision for yourself, for yourself, your family, whoever you support, whoever that might be. It really isn't a place where people can say, see, this guy is a supporter of the Affordable Care Act, or he's a liberal, or he's a conservative, or he's from a red state, blue state, whatever state, state of confusion. This is He's trying to sell me something, the worst one of them all. So now the question then turns to, what is going to actually happen, and can what will happen work? That's what the... That is the reason for having it down on paper. You can see it in the newsletter. You can also see links where I'm looking at specific articles as the news develops. It will change. It'll change rapidly. It's not clear whether or not the new Congress will listen to its constituency or not. It's not clear whether the constituency is reaching out to its new Congress or not. That would be you, everyday listeners, by the way. It's not clear whether or not the legislature will reach out to industry professionals as well as their own advisors. The reality is that a lot of the suggestions that I've seen that have been written in the past that are currently being written and proposals for the future They don't work, and they don't work because we have seen experiments throughout the country, and we have seen the results. We've also seen what capital markets, financial markets, think about particular proposals or particular costs of proposals. So what ends up happening is we've got these advocate groups of people who are actually very well educated in places in positions of influence, and they're they're basically creating proposals which kind of dovetail along with their political agenda, even though the market has already attempted them or the financial markets tell you that the proposals don't work. They continue on 
supporting some particular set of planks or proposals because it furthers their positions. Now, maybe you could say that is the normal course of the political game that is always being played. And that's why I'm highly agitated, because the fact of the matter is your cost, this whole debate and the results and the circle, which is, has largely been fruitless to this point, ends up costing all of us more later. Unfortunately, the punchline is later is right now. Thank you for listening to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or anywhere else that you You can get podcasts for free. Leave me a review. Send me questions. J-A-E at MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Till next time. 